you wanted the best, you've got the best podcast. The hottest, hottest. podcast in the world. In the world. The Chris Voss Show, the preeminent podcast with guests so smart you may experience serious brain bleed. Get ready, get ready. Strap yourself in. Keep your hands, arms, and legs inside the vehicle at all times because you're about to go on a monster education roller coaster with your brain. Now, here's your host, Chris Voss. Hi, folks. This is Voss here from thechrisvossshow.com, thechrisvossshow.com. Hey, we're coming here with another great podcast. Who know we do it again? Thanks for coming by. We certainly appreciate you guys being here. Remember, the Chris Voss Show is the family that uh, loves you but doesn't judge you. I think that should be a shirt or something. The Chris Voss Show loves you and doesn't judge you. Would you guys buy that? Let me know. Send me a message. Anyway, guys, be sure to watch the video version of this at youtube.com for Chess Chris Voss. If you haven't seen everything we're doing over there, looks like we're getting a lot more reviews of products in, just like the old days in 2019 prior. So go watch what we're doing over there. We've got a lot of great speakers. We're going to have a lot of great tech interviews coming up as well, uh, along with all the book authors we have on the show. Go to goodreads.com for Chess Chris Voss. See everything we're reading and reviewing over there in my books. Also, go to all our groups, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, just search for Chris Voss or the Chris Voss Show. You'll find us everywhere. We're like, I don't know, we're like stalkers, but we don't really stalk you. We want you to follow us. Anyway, guys, we have another brilliant author on the show. He is the author of the new book that came out December 1st, 1st 2021, The Future You, How Artificial Intelligence Can Help You Get Healthier, Stress Less, and Live longer. That's always important, I, I think. That sounds like something we should do. Harry Glorikian is on the show with us today. He's going to be talking to us about his amazing book and his experience that he has put into it and shared. He is a global business expert, healthcare entrepreneur, podcaster, and author of this great book. For over three decades, he has built a breadth of successful ventures in the healthcare space, and he is well known for being at the forefront of helping invest in and grow innovative healthcare companies that are tackling groundbreaking areas of healthcare and biotechnology. A sought-after speaker, he is frequently quoted in the media and rarely asked to assess, influence, and be part of the innovative concepts and trends. He also holds four U.S. patents in telecommunications and has others pending. Welcome to the show, Harry. Thanks for taking time off from your pending U.S. patents. <laughs> hey, Chris, thank you very much for having me. Thanks for coming. Congratulations on the new book. Give us your plugs so people can find you on the internet. My website is www.glorikian.com, G-L-O-R-I-K-I-A-N.com. But they can also find my book on Amazon or Barnes & Noble. There you go. So what motivated you want to write this book? I've been writing about data and how it's changing healthcare and life sciences a lot, but I started to realize that all these technologies are now becoming totally accessible to just about anybody. And when my Apple Watch actually beat me one day and said, hey, have you ever been diagnosed with sleep apnea? And I said, yes. And then it said, are you being treated for sleep apnea? And I said, yes. You start to realize that these different technologies can help you identify things that might be going in the wrong direction mm. very early so that you can get in front of them before they become a major problem. And so I wanted to really let people know what's out there and how they can incorporate it into their lives. Wow. Excuse me. Give us an overall arcing view of the book and uh, some of the stuff you've entailed in it. <clears throat> 
The, the book covers everything from different types of apps to different wearables to, God forbid, you have cancer, how you should think about things like genomic or genetic screening. I have a whole chapter on the vaccine and what really drove that forward faster. And people will get a very good idea of what's available today mm-hmm. and how to make changes in their life today that will either help them or someone that they... What are some of your favorite tips and tricks that you use in the book that uh, you advise people on what to do? Oh, I always tell people like whatever is, you know, ailing them, they may have to find something specific that would do that. But simple things like wired, a wireless scale to let them know Mm -hmm. like when things are going on and off track or I have a, a, you know, wireless blood pressure cuff for the silent killer. You don't even know it's happening until something is going wrong and just give you these early warning signs. One of them is just monitoring my sleep. I've figured out so many things that were disturbing my sleep that now I've been able to really optimize it to get a lot more deep sleep, which means I've got a lot more energy during the day. Mm -hmm. Um, Simple things like that, I think can make a huge difference in how happy you are, how less stressed you are. And the healthier you are, the the longer you should live. Yeah. I've learned that you got to get that sleep, man, or else people die. People get murdered. And uh, that's uh, the judge says, that's not a good thing. I can't do it anymore. But sleep is like everything. And it's a time where your body gets to rest. It gets to rebuild stuff. It gets to do whatever sort of process it needs to change your oil and do all the stuff it, it does probably when you're your thing and yeah a lot of people don't realize how important that is or they don't get it because they don't get it i know i had a real big problem with sleep especially during the early days of covid but during covid i i had the hardest time sleeping i would sleep for four hours i would take a nap for four hours and it was just killing me because my body would never get really that deep rem sleep sometimes in the second four hours it would get that deep REM sleep that I needed where you're just zonked and you're drooling all over your pillow. And and that that's the sleep that I get that really repairs me. Now that I, about five m- months ago, I started weightlifting and man, I have to have that eight hours of sleep because it, I need my body to recover. If you think about it, right, the way that people get tortured is they restrict their sleep and that, that, that does amazing things. So Sleep is critical. And if you use these monitoring technologies, you get a good idea of did that glass of wine kill my deep sleep or, mm-hmm. you know, did I eat a little too late or am I dehydrated? And small changes, not big changes, can make a big difference in how much restful sleep you get and how much more energy you have during the day. Yeah, it, it makes a big difference. And you notice it the more older you get. But when you're younger, you don't quite notice it because you bounce back from things like drinking. And I had to give up alcohol because I just felt the drag for two to three days the older I got. And it just became, do you want to have a, do you want to have a good time for a couple hours and then pay for it for the next three days? Where you're, I just got really better at listening to my body and tuning into what my body was. I went vegan and lost a lot of weight. One of the keys, though, was... And we review a lot of scales on the Chris Voss show, but one of my favorites is the Withing scale. I don't get people yeah. to say that. And I love the Withing scale, their body. I think I use their body uh, aware or something like the body something. We have two of them here at the house for me. And I I, I love their scales. It, their scale helped me to get tuned in and lose, what was it, close to 100 pounds, 2016. I, I just lost another. And someone put it back on. And uh, so that... 
seeing every day what was going on and then the nicer withing scale that tells you different stuff like your pulse and your body fat mass, muscle mass and bone mass, I think it is. But yeah, just seeing that data every day and seeing if you're going down or going up, you're on the right track. What am I doing? Especially with me bodybuilding, I can, I, sometimes I can do arm stay and I wake up the next morning and I'm up two pounds and I'm like, okay, is that just from all that pump that I did last night? And yeah, it will be like the next day, it'll go down a pound or two or something. That's it. It tends to be a little bit all over the place, but it depends on if I'm pushing up to new limits and stuff. But yeah, the, getting that feedback is real important. We've, we've reviewed plenty of those arm cuff two things. There were, I think with things makes one that we yep. reviewed. Those are really important. But yeah, they're really easy monitors. What do you use for sleep, monitoring your sleep? I've, I, there was something I saw where uh, you put on your finger and it attaches to your finger and wrist. And well, that, that's sleep. a different one. So I, I mm. use auto sleep, which integrates with the Apple watch. Uh, mm. That one, I've been using that the longest. But, mm -hmm. you know, I've also been playing with the Aura Ring and then I also downstairs, mm -hmm. it's charging right now, but I also have a Whoop Band. So mm -hmm. I'm always looking at what the data says and, and what, what it's trying to tell me so that I can get a better idea of how these different technologies work. Right now, auto sleep seems to have a trend of my overall sleep because it's the longest. So that's what I use at the blood pressure cuff. This is a Withings. The scale I have is similar to yours. It's a Withings scale. And then I also have one of these EKG monitors that's from AliveCore. Mm -hmm. These are about $80. And it'll take a six-parameter look at my heart um, just sitting here at my desk. Now, is that the one I've seen the commercial where the, the guys are interviewing people at a booth and they're talking about doing the EKG thing on them? They're like, hey, you can just do, do this really cheap. Does that work good? I don't know if it, the, the commercial is the same one you're talking about. Yeah. But, yeah, you can put this, say, it has a little sticky. You can put it on the back of your phone and do it from wherever you are. Do you put uh, your wrist against it or your chest nope, against it? Just, nope. You just your fingers on top like this. Oh, yeah, yeah. That is the commercial. Yep. And yeah. it takes a, six different parameters of your heart. And then if you sign up for it, so there's an artificial intelligence system, which will look at the trace and mm -hmm. see if there's a problem. And then you can send it to your doctor. All these technologies. I mean, if you go back five, six years ago, mm -hmm. you, you had to go to your doctor. Yeah. Now you can have all these things at home. And so I, I always, when I go to my doctor, I have a longitudinal view of all my data and you know, I show him Yeah, and he can look back six months and go, yeah, everything looks good. As opposed to, you know, that one time I go into his office and I always say, when you take your car and you say it's making a noise, it never makes the noise right back. But if you have a longitudinal view, your doctor can look at it and be like, oh, I am seeing abnormality or a problem or something that's up with your heart or your blood pressure. And, you know, let's, let's dig into that a little bit further. That always happens to me. I always go into whenever I go to the doctor, which is really rare when I get the flu, and they'll put that blood pressure thing on me, that cuff on me, and I hate that giant thing. Like I've always hated it. I, there's some probably childhood thing that I have with it. And they'll put that thing on me and they'll be like, you're a little high. And exactly. I'll be like, and what's funny is they go, you don't like coming to a doctor's office, do you? And I'm like, no, and I don't like this thing. And it, it's not a good indicator of what my true blood pressure is. I'm actually pissed because I've had to wait two hours in the waiting room, so I want to murder everybody. So, <laughs> Yeah, actually, there's, they've, been, they've, they've shown that when people go to the doctor and they're nervous, their blood pressure moves up a little bit. So mm -hmm. it's not indicative of their true blood pressure. But if they were taking it at home, you know. Yeah. It doesn't even have to be every day. So even once a week, it'll give you a good idea of what's happening with you and, and you can now be well informed. So all of these things make a big 
I think, different in somebody managing themselves just a little bit better. And I don't think they need to make major changes in their life if they start early enough. Mm-hmm. They can make sure that they stay on track and don't have to say take some massive course correction. Yeah, you don't have to go to the doctor. You should always check in the doctor. Someone from LinkedIn is asking the question, have you seen the controllers that use mind control? I don't know, or mind monitoring maybe is a better way to say that. I don't know. Um, I've seen some different mind mapping things or things that claim to oh, I think I, know, I think we reviewed I, a few of them. I think I know what they're talking about. So mm-hmm. there are uh, a few technologies that are being worked on where I've seen one where it's thought to speech, where mm-hmm. they're actually training the AI system to be able to convert thought to actually speech for those people that Mm-hmm. that have lost that capability. I think I just saw one where the person, I think it's, they've now trained on 25 or 30 words and they're trying to eventually get it up to a thousand so the person wow. can actually communicate. There's also, I think it was Elon Musk that's working on uh, his system where the the monkey was actually able to play Pong by oh, yeah. thinking that, that. Yeah, so there's... There are technologies that are being worked on like that. I think they're still super early in in their development, but they're showing some very interesting. If I ever got beat by a monkey in prong, uh, a pong, that would be, <laughs> oh, that'd be that'd be the worst. Of course, I don't know. I get beat by a bunch of squeaker kids in a Call of Duty, so that's always bad too. They're always like, "Yeah, I did something to your mother," and you're like, "You have no idea what that means. You don't even hit puberty." Call of Duty joke. But yeah, it looks like they're saying for those who've had strokes or possibly suffer from, from disease that limit mobility. Yeah, I guess if there's ways that we can retrain or regenerate the brain. There's another question. This may come from the same user LinkedIn. If we put data into the game use that kind of control or they can put information inside of us in return no there's no there's been none of that function it's been the other way it's us being they've got to figure out the signals that they can then translate mm-hmm. to some sort of action wouldn't um, it be cool if they could put an ai chip in us like i want to learn to be a karate dude they could just put a chip in us. There, there are movies about that, but I, I don't see that happening anytime soon. Biology is a little bit more yeah. complex than people uh, give it credit for. Yeah, it'd be great if they could learn to hack that because you could just install a little cartridge like your old Atari. When you yeah. when you say hacking, I would say that the one of the technologies I talk about in the book, which is called a CRISPR technology, yeah. is where you can make a gene, one gene, like one letter change in somebody's genes, let's say they have a disease like sickle cell, which is a one base pair difference, is uh, if you could fix that, like you could eliminate the disease. And that's pretty much exactly what happened. Like the, the woman that has been treated for sickle cell, she's about a year later now is completely disease free because of that one gene change. So we are learning how to really make a difference in diseases like that. And it's being used in crops, it's being used in animals. Pretty much anything that has DNA mm-hmm. will be affected by this technology. It's pretty interesting. I hear a lot of the people who are like, oh, the people in the Illuminati and the black helicopters will use it to turn us all into lizard people or something. But uh, yeah, the CRISPR technology, there's a whole lot of weirdness uh, in and around about that. So you write about that in your book and study it? 
Yeah, I have a whole chapter in there talking oh. about how it'll affect, and it's going to affect not just human disease, but even mm -hmm. manufacturing, right? If yeah. I can have a yeast cell produce a raw material, then I may not need to chop down that tree or use a highly dangerous chemical process to produce it, but mm -hmm. I can have the organism produce it. I could use a gene that would make me fart less, especially when I'm in public. Or just take away the smell. You know, you're on a plane. Uh, you're just like, oh no, or an elevator. These are the important things. But no, that CRISPR technology is interesting. I, I've seen a lot of different videos. I've seen the biohacking thing. I think I first met a biohacker in. I can't remember what he'd done to himself. He had some sort of brain thing that he put on his head. But he was biohacking, and he, he explained how the biohacking community worked. It was at South by Southwest. Um, and it was really interesting. And I'm like, holy crap. And I've seen the videos where a lot of guys are messing with this. They're sometimes playing with their own DNA and stuff. And it seems like, uh, it seems kind of like fun, but also it's a pioneering field. Some people I, were claiming that the mRNA virus was part of a CRISPR technology to change all of our things into lizard people. I don't know if you, did you see any crossover with CRISPR and mm, mRNA? No, no, yeah. no, no. 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 And to be clear, I don't validate any of that stuff. Yeah, just, yeah. No, I'm, just no, no. I'm just talking data that I've seen. I'm just going, I don't know, man. When you start doing the black helicopter Illuminati thing, and I always love people that think the Illuminati is watching them, and you're like, they're they're not watching some like guy who's jobless sitting in his home, and I don't know. Yes, well. Playing video games all yeah. day. I don't think they're really that into you. I don't think you're really that important. No, I think the important takeaway is like, these technologies are moving really quickly. They're really like making a positive effect on people's lives if they either an app or a wearable or some of these other technologies. When you think about we went from nothing to treat COVID to in nine months, we had a vaccine. That's only due to being able to process a lot of data, mm -hmm. being able to have programmable biology like the mRNA. And then we also changed the entire system of doing everything in parallel instead of doing it in series. Yeah. And I talk about that. I have a whole chapter in the book. Oh, do you? That. Yeah. And it was good that we, we'd already developed. I think the mRNA technology had already been developed. They were trying to solve some other different diseases with it. So it was, already, it was pretty much already in the tank. It was pretty much there. It really did take, though, COVID for the government to really take a, a, a strong leap of faith into that. Mm -hmm. direction but it's now the rest is history and and i think going through that process i think that process now there's going to be a lot of drug processes that will be affected by the changes and so we may see drugs move through the system faster and it's really interesting we've had a lot of bio people on the show and different professionals it basically to my understanding correct me if i'm wrong it gives the body a blueprint and says here's how you fight this Instead of just trying to give it something to fight with, it, it, it basically, it's just like a blueprint that it goes, here's how to do this, I think. Yeah, it gives you a small piece of it that then your body then produces. And then again, it, it gives the immune system a chance to see what you want it to see and then create an immune response to that. Like right now, what the mRNAs are doing is telling, here's, this, here's a piece of the spike protein, go and attack this thing, because that's how it enters the cell. Ah. Is it cool? You can just give your body instructions? Yeah. Again, it has to be precisely done. If It's funny. I was watching an interview with the guy who at NIH was the one that said, here's the sequence for the thing you should target. And he was freaking out because he's, if I'm wrong, mm -hmm. 
this is going to be a waste of time and people are going to die. It was interesting to see, like, you make the decision, like, this is what you should go after. You got to hope that you're right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I remember some anti vaxxers you're all going to be dead in a year. You're all going to be lizard people in a year. And I don't know, I'm doing pretty good. My 5G is better than it's ever been, especially after the booster. <laughs> I got an extra bar after the booster. I, I can call... Uh, I can call what's his face from Microsoft anytime I want, yeah. and which is great because he needs help with dating tips. He got divorced and and uh, he needs dating tips. <laughs> I mean, he's cruising around town chasing girls or something. I don't know what he's doing, but uh, Bill Gates. Well, this is really interesting. So, how after you research a lot of this stuff, what have you done differently with your life, and what do you hope most people do that? Re- These things have now become a dashboard for me to keep an eye on myself to make sure that I'm staying in 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 the lane, and it makes a big difference in my energy levels. If nothing else, I got so many things going on. The more energy and staying optimized as much as possible keeps me going. Uh, keeps me in a better mood. I'm not grumpy, which of course makes my family happy. And then I'm one of those people that I don't really want to dry, die of a chronic disease because I didn't take care of myself. That That's a painful way to go. I want to be one of those that just, right, you fall asleep and you don't wake up sort of thing. And I'm hoping that managing this will be able to keep me on the smooth so that I don't disrupt anything along the way. Sleep apnea has a way of destroying your body over time. Yeah. So if you manage it, you can keep your body intact as opposed to falling apart piece by piece. Diabetes is one of the other things. Yeah. I was wearing a, a continuous glucose monitor for a yeah. while where I could see that I'd eat something, test myself and see how much my I get my spike. And I found that there's some foods I should just stay that were not, not responding well to my body. Wouldn't you want to know rather yeah. than have it sneak on sneak up on you over time? Yep. You definitely want to get ahead of these things because uh, trying to, I've learned that by being overweight and then in my late ages trying to get rid of it or go to the gym, work out. It's much harder to fight your and claw your way back than to do it. But monitoring these things is really important. The There's a question I have for you on sleep apnea. What, what did you find uh, in your research, maybe the best sleep apnea? I've had people that have had the, they've had the surgery where it's, it's the new kind where it's put inside them. And yes. then my mom has the Darth Vader mask, so she's got that going on. And I call it the Darth Vader mask. And uh, what, what did you find is the best thing for sleep apnea? So I think there's different types of sleep apnea. So I, I always tell mm. people, like, talk to your doctor because let's figure out which one's the right one. But mm-hmm. the most widely used one is, you're right, it is the mask, right? It's the positive pressure that sort of keeps your the, the throat open so you don't it doesn't collapse on itself. Losing weight is a big deal, although it's not... You can be thin and still have sleep apnea, but being thinner is better than the opposite because it yeah. causes more problems. But so I use the, the mask, but there are the two, there are two new things out there. One is the, what I like to call is the garage door opener that you were talking about, which is an insert basically that when you push the button at night, it adds a little charge and keeps those muscles pumped mm-hmm. and then you turn it off in the morning and then there is one that depending on the type of sleep apnea that you have it goes around your tongue and you sort of those things you put on your muscle that twitches your muscle yeah okay this one is actually made for your tongue and it called reflex in your tongue to basically strengthen the muscle so it doesn't flip back when you're sleeping I think I saw that. Do you wear that the whole time you're sleeping? No, you just do it for 20 minutes a day. And then after two weeks, I think you go to once every three or four days or something like that. Yeah, that's really interesting. I That would probably be more for me because I don't, 
And the Darth Vader mask, I'm always talking to my mom and other people have the sleep apnea Darth Vader mask. Like, how do you sleep with that thing? It's like having one of those alien babies attached to your face from the movie Alien. You don't, you don't even, once you get used to it, I hate saying it, you don't even know. Once I roll around, man, I'm I'm on one side, (laughs) on the other side. I got two Um, huskies moving around my bed at all times. One of the things, though, if you sleep on your side, it makes a big difference in your sleep apnea. There Mm. are people that will sew tennis balls into their shirt so that they don't sleep on their back because that's Mm. when it gets the worst. So it'll keep you on your side and then minimize the uh, the episodes of sleep apnea. Mm. But if you have it, you really absolutely need to treat it. People don't understand like it will destroy you over time in ways that are not pleasant. Yeah. I mostly sleep on my sides, but I have to sleep on both sides of myself. I don't get, I don't get repair. If I've worked out really hard, you know, my muscles are really tight for some reason, sleeping on both sides helps me. Although I do sleep on my back too. I, I move around. I do all three during sleep. I can't, if I haven't slept on my right side sometime in the night and gotten part of the rim for repair, I'm messed up on that side. I don't feel fully complete. But what do you, do you like the Apple Watch? Is there a better thing than Apple Watch? Because I'm not really a fan of the iPhone. Um, I'm more of an Android person. But, I mean, is from where I've heard, and I'm trying to be unbiased here, I, yeah, the Apple Watch really seems to be a good monitor of all this. It is. I, when I look at the Apple Watch, for me, it's a bunch of sensors and it's a data repository, right? They've created it to create an ecosystem where all the data can come into one place and then different apps can access the data and then really give you more of a fine-tuned answer. But let's say if you were looking at sleep, the the Fitbit is is actually has one of the most accurate sleep tracking from the data that I've seen. Oh really? So instead of spending I don't know two three hundred dollars on an Apple Watch, you know I think the least expensive Fitbit is maybe seventy eighty dollars. I think they might even be less expensive, but that's also a way to go. It depends on how sophisticated you want it because I'm writing about this stuff and talking about this stuff all the time. I'm trying to get all of them and play with all of them as much as I can. But these are high quality medical devices that you get to wear and you don't think about them that way. And they're getting better and better every year. Yeah. Fitbit makes a good product. I believe we've reviewed them in the past. We need to check in and, and see if they've got something new they can send us. But yeah, they make a good product. So we've had a lot of trackers sent over to us in the years that we've reviewed on the Chris Voss show. When wearables were especially really popular, there was a time where everybody was making a wearable at one pointer. And I think the market is really consolidated. What are some other things that you talk about in the book that we can recommend? One of the things that's a little you know pricey, but the eight sleep bed is another one that I think is, I love it. it took my wife a little couple of weeks to get used to it, but now she loves it. It's, you get in bed and it's warm. Oh yeah, and then when you get into deep sleep, the it cools down to keep you into deep sleep longer, and then as it's going towards the morning, it warms up again, mm-hmm. and you know it changes temperature based on the temperature that's in the room and outside. Yeah, you don't have to keep the heater as high like in the winter, mm-hmm. and in the summer you don't have to drive the air conditioning as much because it'll cool itself off and that'll keep you cooler. I had the eight sleep cover that we reviewed on the Chris Voss show about three or four years ago. And after about two or three years, it finally blew out. I think we, I think the cord, I think we had a cord thing or something. I don't know what went on with it, but it lasted for two or three years. And yeah, that thing, I, I just crawl into that thing, fall asleep. There's something about a warm bed. 
<laughs> I love yeah. when you get the blankets out of the dryer and you put them on, man. It's just, it's just, it's like a warm towel out of a nice luxury hotel when you get the shower. But yeah, they make a great product and I really liked it. And then of course the tracking mechanisms they have in it. You can buy a whole mattress now. I don't know if they have any cover. more. So, yeah, so they have I, cover. I bought the cover because if I said to my <laughs> wife, we're going to buy a new bed, she would be like, yeah. So mm-hmm. we have the same bed. So it's the same feel, but the cover goes on top and it's super easy to put together. And it really does make a big difference in, in your sleep. I actually interviewed a guy that's in Texas that was saying his air conditioning bill was through the roof. Bless you. And he bought one of these, put it on there, and he's like, yeah, really don't have to drive the air conditioner that much. So it paid for itself Yeah. Uh, in the end. And he goes, I'm sleeping like a baby. So he's his performance has gone up. So I, I think it made, made a big difference. And so I'm using it, and I, you know, I love it. Do you, yeah, I love the product. In fact, I need to bugger them about getting us a new review. They re, they were reworking the cover, I think, at the time, and they just had the mattresses. But, yeah, it looks like looking at their website, the cover's out. Do you, we get a lot of products review on the Chris Foss Show, which are these, it's a magenta light, but it's not a magenta light. It's a special colored light that's supposed to make it so that it increases the melatonin in your brain. And it's a special kind of red light, magenta you know, I don't know if you're familiar with these, but they're sometimes they'll give you like white noise beside the side of your bed and stuff like that. Sometimes they'll move through different colors, but I guess there's a certain color that will, if you see it before you go to bed and you spend your time around that light, you turn off blue lights, your phones and everything else. I guess you get into that in the book, but this certain type of light will increase the melatonin in your brain and put you in your Arcadia, is it Arcadia rhythms? And circadian rhythms. Circadian rhythms, yeah. I'm, I guess I'm not familiar with that. But I do know people that will take melatonin and so forth. And mm-hmm. I always take what I can get over the counter with a grain of salt because you don't know the quality of what's being put out onto the market at, at a Walgreens or a CVS. One of the other things I talk about, as I mentioned, the is the continuous glucose monitors mm-hmm. where you, you wear it for two weeks and then another two weeks. And then... The AI system has basically learned how all these different types of food affect you. And now you tell it what you're going to eat before you eat it, and it'll tell you what the spike looks like. Mm-hmm. And so you can actually adjust your intake of different types of foods to get keep that insulin level very even. And so you don't end up with spikes and up and down. And that way you'll end up with less diseases, right? Because you're mm-hmm. keeping it even. And secondly, you generally have a lot more energy as a result. Mm-hmm. That's interesting, man. It's wild how things are going and what the future is going to hold for us, huh? Oh, absolutely. I look at these apps or these technologies. If you go to the stuff that's, there's a woman at MIT that's been working on a image analysis system for breast cancer screening. You can see the tumor five years before a human can actually see it coming up. Holy crap. And it'll point it out to them. There's recently the first AI prostate cancer pathology test was approved. And so if you take the physician and you take the system, you get a better decision than you would one or the other by themselves. And you're seeing these things move super fast, going to have a lot of impact, going to improve diagnosis and treatment decision. Now it seems like every two or three days, I'm reading about something new that's going to have an impact on the space. And really improve people's lives. And the other thing that I like about it is every year it's deflationary, right? The the Mm -hmm. thing gives me more for less or the same price 
And so you can see how this can, around the world, people can have access to these sorts of technologies. What do you, what do you, I got your eye on the future as we go out. What do you see maybe coming down the line that you're pretty excited about? CRISPR technology makes me exciting. How quickly Hmm. uh, we're moving drug discovery along where I'm seeing technologies that can cut off the first, you know, three years of drug discovery. And if I take a little time here and I take a little time there, right, all of a sudden, instead of taking 10 years, maybe it only takes five. Wow. And so that makes a huge difference in how quickly we can get drugs to through the system and that have a positive effect on patients and how easily like we can help diagnose some of the, there are AI systems now where I can use my, my phone. Let's say I have a, a small mole or a lesion, mm-hmm. you know, take a picture and the AI, AI system will, will rank it and wow. basically tell me how much of a problem it could be or, or isn't and whether I should go see the physician. And I think you will, if you're going to see some changes, I think in CVS and Walgreens, mm-hmm. I think you'll see them start to incorporate more of these technologies in their minute clinics. So they uh-huh. may be able to offer more to patients right then and there, as opposed to having to go into the ivory tower. Anything we can do to reduce those, those telemedicine now where you can do telemedicine, but anything we can do to reduce some of these things, because I hate going and seeing the doctor. I, part of what I hate about it is just how long you sit there sometimes waiting in waiting rooms and stuff. I just find that the most annoying. I'm like, seriously, I sit in a point with you. Do I really have to wait two hours in your waiting room? But I actually use a lot of telemedicine apps. I think I, first declared in 2013 on for in Forbes that we needed telemedicine apps. And I really should have started one back then, but I talked about how this was something seriously needed to be disrupted. And I guess some people heard it and went and started telemedicine apps. Anything more you want to touch on in the book before we go out? Just my, my wish is always somebody will read it, you know, take something out of it that's personal to them, incorporate it in their life and then make a change. And that would be huge for me. Awesome. Yeah, use it to improve your life. Vector, you're, you're going to need me to go look at some of the watches we have laying around here. We have a bunch of stuff. I want to go see what, what what what's going on with all that and maybe retest it because I'm, I've been going to the gym for 5.5 months now. I think at the end of the month, beginning of the month there, it'll be a six. And I've been monitoring more of what I do. I take 5,000 supplements a day, it seems. <laughs> but I'm like, uh, okay, let's take a look at our testosterone. Okay, let's take a look at our vitamin D consumption. Oh, let's take a look at all these things that I've just been like skipping through. So it's really important. Give us your plugs so people can find you on the interwebs and uh, find out more about you and what you're doing. Yeah, again, I would say <laughs> my book and my podcast and everything is on my webpage. It's www.glorikian.com, G-L-O-R-I-K-I-A-N.com. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pretty easy to go. They can find me almost anywhere. And if they read the book, I I hope they enjoy it and they take away some key change from it. There you go. There you go. Thank you very much. It's been wonderful to have you on the show and uh, enlightening us all this brilliant information. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Chris. Thanks, Harry. To my audience, be sure to go see the video version of this. Go to YouTube.com, Fortress Chris Voss. Go to Goodreads.com, Fortress Chris Voss. All of our groups on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram, and all this stuff. Also, be sure to check out the LinkedIn newsletter. The thing is killing it over there on LinkedIn. And our big 132,000 group on LinkedIn that just keeps growing like a monster. Anyway, guys, thanks for tuning in. Be good to each other. Stay safe. And we'll see you guys next time.